You're listening to the Captain's Coach Podcast, where we provide top insights into sports leadership and peak performance through interviews with some of the greatest team captains and thought leaders in the sports world. Now, here is your host, performance coach, speaker, and author, Ben Smith. Welcome to the Captain's Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Ben Smith, and I'm excited to talk to you all today on another episode where we are going to discuss uh, a great framework to retain your athletes and, and your teammates. A lot, of, uh, you know, a lot of coaches, they don't take uh, the steps required to really fully um, prepare and, and grow uh, as leaders and as coaches. And so I think it's important here that, the, that you as a team captain uh, really take hold and understand what the core needs are that we have as humans, how we're wired, and how we can take these six core needs and uh, and utilize them to make sure that we're really adding great value and 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 fulfilling that there is this uh, a fulfillment of with the athletes and the teammates that you have. And if your coach doesn't know, it's important that you at least know so that you can help. Uh, drive change within your organization. Now, um, this stems from Tony Robbins. Uh, some of his talks, uh, he has a couple TEDx talks where he talks about you know these six core human needs, and I think uh, I think they're a great way, and it's a great framework to use to make sure that we are uh, you know hitting these needs. And when we when our needs are met, we are really fulfilled. And when you are fulfilled, you do not leave. One of the biggest problems that organizations, businesses, companies have is that there's a lot of turnover. They 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 get people into their organization, and after about a year, year and a half, two years, uh, people start to quit because they're really not getting their needs met. And you know, there's there's more than just this, but again, I'm all about giving frameworks, and it allows for at least a starting point. So, uh, what I did was I take I took this idea of these six core human needs uh, that Tony Robbins talks about, and I, I I utilize them, but you know, kind of change them a little bit to make sure that they are very applicable to what we're doing in the sports world. And obviously, these six are if they're applicable in life, they're going to be applicable. Uh, and sports as well. So what the six are is certainty, variety, connection, significance, growth, and contribution. And so what we're going to do is we're going to kind of go into depth with each one of these and discuss and explain exactly what each one of these are and then some actionable advice that you uh, can take back to your teams to uh, really put these uh, put these in motion and start fulfilling the needs of of your teammates. And so, what we're going to start with here is the first one, which is certainty. And uh, you can think of this as the very bottom of what of Maslow's hierarchy. And Maslow had this uh, created this uh, hierarchy of needs. And at the very bottom, we all have this need for security, safety, comfort, uh, and consistency. And so that's kind of what it is and how it's useful for us to know about this in sports. So the actionable advice is that 
you know, what players are really looking for, what your teammates need is they need some legitimacy and professionalism. A lot of times, uh, you know, players uh, and organizations and teams, they, you know, they come together and they have this loosey-goosey feel, especially in club sports you see more so, and sometimes even in high school. There's this loosey-goosey feel. There's no real purpose. Um, there's no real purpose behind the things and the drills that they're doing. There is, um, you know, they say that they just get together every once in a while. You know, they're not really trying to accomplish anything. So making sure that there is some legitimacy and professionalism that is occurring for practices that's happening when you have meetings together, um, making sure that throughout games that, you know, that there's a coaching staff, there are, there are um, you know, the teams that you're playing are, are really relative to, uh, to where you're at in terms of talent and that there's officiating and uh, you know all of these things matter. So these you know athletes want certainty that there's there's meaning, that there's legitimacy and professionalism throughout. And a lot of times the types of uh, of teams that have the most issue with this again are club sports teams and uh, teams that are in the high school level that are kind of again I've, I've mentioned it before, but are on the lower tier either startup sports or some of the ones that aren't as um, aren't as 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 noted and as popular so uh, moving on to the second one the second one is variety and what this need is and this this hits every any team and every team this was one of the biggest ones that really impacted me during my college uh, athletics and what this is is we have this need for change and challenge. So although we want consistency with through certainty, we want to know that you know we're safe, that there's professionalism, there's legitimacy. We want to be able to come to practice and know that there's purpose um, and know exactly kind of what to expect. And in life is the same way. We want this certainty and this kind of routine. But we all know that if we do the same thing every single day, uh, life would get boring. And so with certainty... Life's given us this need for variety as well because we can't stand being bored. So we need this, this change and challenge. And so the actionable advice for this is that if, if I don't know if many people out there understand the nature of exercise science, I like to always go back to this. It's usually a good one, uh, a good example to give for a lot of different uh, ideas and concepts. But for this one specifically, we know that, again, if we did the same exercise every single day, we would improve up to some point and then at, at, at some level, at some period of time, we would start to hit a plateau because the body needs change. We would just be physically and even more so psychologically just dry. And it leads to this plateau. And what exercise science says is that we're supposed to to create during our planning phases these micro and macro cycles for, uh, for you know, for for training, and uh, which essentially means we go through this two or three week period where we're doing the same sets, reps, and uh, you know, and weight exercises, and then we switch it up after two to three weeks, and it all flows that these micro cycles flow into these macro cycles, and I think it's important that we do the same thing for our practices. We need to create these micro and macro cycles for practices and the training that we go through because a lot of times 
you know, players end up leaving uh, many times due to this. They get bored because, and they hit a plateau. They stopped growing. My high school football team did this constantly. We had that. We went through the same routine. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. We did the same things. We were practicing against the same players. Um, everything was the same. And the exact same thing happened in college, too. We finally got to this point where year to year it was the same thing. And I think it's, it's vital that your team really exercise and promote this idea of change and variety because it's something that you know players need uh, and it's it's perfect for you know performance as well. If you do the same thing every day, you are going to hit a plateau. And if if you're if you're in a plateau, you're not improving. And if you're not improving, if you're not growing, you're dying. Physically, spiritually, psychologically. The third is connection, and what this is pretty self-explanatory. But we have this need for uh, communication with relations um, and receiving of love. From other people and this is you know we, it's all about relationships a lot of times we join sports we play sports because we love the camaraderie and some of the actual advice that you can take for this is to start creating traditions and rituals to create and develop this sense of unity within the team and really try to create intentional moments uh, as a team captain or as a coach to uh, so that relationships can really flourish, and again, these are all intentional things that we can do to uh, again to develop relationships. So connection is important. We need to be connected with other people. If our teammates, if we don't have relationships within our teams, uh, it doesn't it does not bode well for us having team cohesion and and working together and putting forth effort to support each other throughout a season. Fourthly, the fourth one is significance. So we all, uh, although we want to be connected with other people and not so much stand apart, we also do want to stand apart. We want this and have this desire to be important, to be needed, wanted, and worthy. We, there's this need for significance that we have within us. And the actionable advice is to consistently compliment teammates on when you know when they are doing things of great value to the team don't fake it but really give encouragement and and note in front of other people especially when individuals on your team are doing great things and are really putting forth effort or really growing um, one of the things that definitely works well are our achievements awards ceremonies a lot of things that you can do throughout the year on a weekly basis, monthly basis. After many games, especially you know in little league, we always have you always had game balls, and I think that definitely happened in high schools and in college. You have like in rugby, there was men of the man of the match. All of these different things that you can do just to make sure that people are feeling significant, that the efforts that they're putting in matter to the team and to you know. The, the connection that is and the, the bonds that are being formed within the team. The fifth one, uh, the first four are, are definitely important, but these last two are, are very much almost spiritual in nature. And what this fifth one is, is growth. And so we have this need 
to consistently improve and develop physically, spiritually, and emotionally. This was this is probably variety and growth are really probably two of the biggest ones that if you want people to stay within your team, you have to make sure that they are actually improving and developing and growing. If people are coming into practices, coming and putting forth effort and they're not really growing, they're not improving, and if you're not creating the narrative and, and explaining to them and showing them how they are getting better, uh, a lot of times the question begins to, to get posed is what, why are we doing what we're doing? If we're not getting any better, if we're not getting better, we have no measurements to prove that we've actually been getting better, then what is the purpose of me coming to practice every single day or being a part of this team in general? And one of the best things that I, I can say to, to get and make sure that this need is being met is to measure. Definitely, you, you want to measure improvement and growth. A lot of times, one of the easiest things to do is to just throughout the year have benchmark tests on even something as simple as conditioning, uh, making sure that you are 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 measuring you know, the improvement and something as simple as that. So at least you can show your team that in some way, shape, or form they have improved, and you have something to show for everything, all the effort that you've put in. And there's a lot of different uh, other ways to measure improvements, whether that's strategical skill. One of the one things you don't want to do, and it can be difficult because this, this issue normally arises, this, this need normally surfaces if it's not being met when a team starts to lose. And so it's important that you show that uh, within your process, that your process is working and it's improving and that you can't necessarily uh, say that just because you're losing does means that you're not improving. So there's a couple thoughts on growth and things to think about in terms of how you measure that and make sure that your people are and your teammates and players are, are growing. And the final one here is contribution. And that is this need to give beyond ourselves and to give to others. And one of the best ways to do this is just to volunteer in the community or at the school or on campus. I played on a lot of teams, and 99% of the teams that I played on did anything like this, except for one team, which was an incredibly high-performing team, who won multiple championships, who I got to be a part of, for a short period of time and one of the things we did was we went to a a, uh, a, a hospital for a children's hospital for for cancer patients and it was it gave I know for me it impacted me probably even more so than what I am did to impact them so just there's so much that occurs within a team team cohesion and just kind of getting and leveling yourself to what's really happening in the world and giving you assess, uh, a new sense of perspective. And it's important, you know, on a, on a multitude of, of, of a multitude of reasons, but, you know, sports is a great vehicle. And at the end of the day, if we're not doing anything to give back uh, with so much that we've been blessed with and given, 
uh, what exactly you know are we doing? What's the purpose of it? And so contribution is is something that we all need. We want to we want to give back to other people. And so again, one of the best things you can do is to set apart time to uh, to impact your community. So think about con- uh, contribution and what you can do to you know make your community better in your schools and. Um, and you should start there, but realize that you're going to, you give and you get more than what you give. Um, I've found that to be the case on, um, uh, just in life in general. And any time that I've taken time to volunteer, I've always gotten more out of it than I ever even thought or expected. Now, those are, are the six needs. And I, again, I think they're important for, for all of us to understand if, you know, if we want to create a team that's really fulfilled in mission and purpose and the day-to-day activities and the training and we want to be a more cohesive team, these are all six things uh, that we should be thinking about and implementing within our team. And if you are the team captain, uh, to, you are the, you know, you are, you're the guy or the girl and uh, it kind of, it does fall on you to make sure that your team is is going through the right processes and steps. And a lot of people think, you know, obviously it starts with the coach, uh, but you as the team captain are highly influential. And if you find that there are certain needs that aren't being met within the team, it's your responsibility to bring this up to the coach and you know bring this framework to your coach and say, hey, coach, I, I see us not really meeting a couple of these things. Explain to him what this framework is what it's for and why it's important that um, that you retain your top talent and, and the individuals on your team. So I hope that you enjoyed this and that this will help you kind of progress and improve your team. Best of luck. Thanks for listening to the Captain's Coach Podcast with Ben Smith. If you liked what you just heard, please give us a five-star review on iTunes and check out our website at captainscoach.com. Join us next time for another edition of the Captain's Coach Podcast.